Hello. She's still not well. So you have me again. I loved last week and I think I should stay for the intro forever. Don't you agree? The playoff final is over. The dust. <coughs> oh you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. This bitch really thought he could keep me down. Well I'm not Elbrook and I'm not waiting to bang out an ounce. Get gone you fucking reprobate. Now, where were we? Ah yes, the dust has settled. The season is over. Harry McCurdy is still a little bitch but we love him. So for the final time this season, it's the lower league knock. 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 Mansfield because they played last. Brandon, give you a couple of minutes, sum up your season and what the fuck happened? Uh, I, don't, oh, I, I, don't I, I said Brandon, sorry, I meant Adrian. <laughs> I said Mansfield and then said Brandon. Adrian, what happened? Perfectly sums it up. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just, literally, just doesn't come out at all with it. Can we just can we just put some some super music in the background or something and just yeah I'm gonna just play that that, that song when the, the, yeah the TikTok tune thing just put, some ele- just put some just put some elevator music on <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Do, 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 so so Adrian essentially the entire season was for that moment that game um, do you feel like you got what you deserved because no. Port Vale and Northampton do. Um what what happened? Like genuinely what happened? What do you think caused you guys to just fall to to, to fall to bits? Well, well I don't I, I wouldn't say we fell to bits. Um look where we were in October. We were joined bottom of the league uh in, in October. So if you put in it in in that perspective, we've done tremendously to, to climb up the league table get ourselves into the playoffs and miss out of the final hurdle. But yeah, I mean, we'll be back stronger next season, hopefully. We've, we've kept the core of the squad. Uh, we've, I think we've only released three players. Um, most of the players have extended their deals, like Stephen McLaughlin, um, George Maris, Jordan Barry and James Purchase set to stay. They're set to sign, sign new contracts. Stephen Quinn, his contract is under, under negotiation. So if the core stays, and like Nigel Clough said, we had four or five more players, then I think we'll be we'll be good to to give it a good go um, next season. But obviously, obviously, everybody at the club is hurting um, to fall of a of a home of English football at the final hurdle, playoff final, not turn up whatsoever. Um, yeah, that parade. <laughs> Sorry, that's capital of culture twenty twenty five. Just big up Bradford there, by the way. Um, so yeah, you fell at them. Do you not think? And this is, I think, this is an important question here. Aside from the team that comes up from the national league in the playoffs, do you not think that you are at the biggest disadvantage for this next season because you've played obviously so long? Everyone else had finished before you, and now you've got to start building up on what you've got. Like, I mean, we we mentioned it. I think before we start recording, like we Bradford, we signed four players. We've got two more signed up retained. We offered extra uh, deals to, and we've got more players coming in. Do you feel like now you've got? The work starts now, obviously, for you. Do you feel like you're at a disadvantage compared to the others for that? There'll be a little bit of a disadvantage. Um, I feel that. Um, obviously, Nigel Cook said that, uh, alluded to that in his presser. 
um, that we are at a bit of a disadvantage. Uh, obviously, with the with the season nine weeks nine weeks to go uh, until the next season starts. Um, but I think I think it's you it's business resumed. Really, you've got to put put the player final defeat to one side. Yeah, they'll they'll have that in the back of their minds, but you've got to go again. You've got to pick yourself up. And I think the players are raring to go. They want to. I think most of the players, if not all, want to go one step further, gain automatic promotion, and then not have to worry about the lottery of the playoffs, which which I was worried about. Which I was you confident. Clearly can't handle. You clearly can't I was, handle. I was. I was. I was. I was confident and adamant that we'd go up automatically. But when we felt when we fell doing that, when the playoffs are next, and after beating Northampton comfortably, I would say in in, in two legs. Um, it was all to play for against Port Vale, but like I said, they were just the better side at Wembley. They came out to play the game and not the occasion, and they deservedly got that, got what they got, and they're up in League One and we're still in League Two. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I think it's probably fair to say is that um, you know it looks like you're going to keep majority of your team that you know that have done really really well in 2022. Um, I think you're only going to build on that. You know, obviously you've just had um, Perch and I can't remember who who else. Who's the other player that's just, you know, two massive players of your team. I think that you know you, to, if you'd have lost those players, I think, fuck, you know, <laughs> green screens dropped. <laughs> I think if you'd have lost those two players. <laughs> I think dancing. if you lost those two players, then you'd have been really struggling. But I think it's a point of uh, building on for next season. And I, I, I do think we've, obviously, with Nigel Clough, now you guys have got full faith in him. It's a matter, it's a matter of seeing what happens next season. Do you think you'll keep, uh, or you'll get back, Longstaff? I don't think we need him. I really don't. Really? Because Nigel Clough came out and said, and this, and uh, it's a question I'm going to put I know, to I, know, I know you're going to allude to, to the interview that you... Oh, just like swinging already? No, no, swat it away. Guys, I know, oh, hang on, I know what's happened. As of Scotland, we are, by guys, we're recording Scotland, we did Ukraine. say, are oh. playing, and I'm guessing Ukraine, they have... Yamalenko has just put. By the way, what a fucking ball! (laughs) Right from the back, pinged it straight forward. The lad took it on his left and just watch it. What a fucking goal! By the way, honestly, this is the most unprofessional soccer Saturday we've ever had. Um, So you don't you don't think he'll keep long stuff because because he did he came out Clough did come out and he said. Longstaff, he said, Longstaff is the best player in League Two. Now, for me, Bullshit. I don't even think he's the best player from Newcastle I mean, in League Two. Please, Brandon. I'm only a child. He's, only he's not even the best. He's not even the best player in League Two from Newcastle. Yeah, like, he's not. Um, I, I would have Elliot Anderson over Matty Longstaff like all day long, but. He's done a job for you, like you say. You don't think you need him. It, it was a, it was a, a thing of you needed someone at the time. He was able to come in. He was able to do a job, do a job really well. Now you've got time to bring someone in permanent in that position. And I think, yeah, you, you should go for that then. But you know, we'll, we'll see you next season. You get to come up and see our lovely faces again. Um, no, absolutely not. No way. Swat you away. Get to the side. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, back up at Bradford. We'll uh, we'll see you there again. Um, hopefully, get to meet you this time. I know you met Grant. Um, I did. Which is weird. You came to Bradford and you met the Hartlepool fan. You didn't meet either of the Bradford yeah. fans. Very weird. Because that makes sense. Um, but, you know, we'll make it work. So, next, I'm going to go to league winners, leaving us, Forest Green. Almost the biggest bottle jobs of the season until Mansfield came along. <laughs> but, Sean, sum up your season. Obviously, you've got there. You don't give a shit. You won the league. But was it was it squeaky bum time for you, do you think, towards the end? Did you start to think, we're not going to win this league and we really should have won this league? Um, to be honest, I don't think we were even going to go up. At one point, um, I think it was like fourth place wasn't that far behind. Was it that bad? Um, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. And, I actually said to someone, I actually can't see us going up if we don't. I couldn't see where another one was coming from. We were awful. We had this. We had this one lad. He was fucking shite. Jake Young or something. Couldn't hear. Oh ball. yeah, Jake Young, <laughs> uh, your second best goals to minutes player. Yeah, I, I remember yeah, him. Nah, yeah. to, in all seriousness, no. Um, we yeah, we looked fucking shite. Uh, second half of the season, I don't think there was one game. Maybe well, Tramir away, yeah, but. When it started going bad, it just went bad. We didn't have a plan B. Um, yeah, I, I was pretty worried, to be fair, at one point, actually. Um, and then when we finally got over the line at Bristol Rovers, that was uh, a little bit more... I was a little bit more relaxed after that. How did you celebrate at Bristol Rovers? I don't know, I can't remember. Um, and nah. Well, there's video evidence. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that. Like I had a, a Bristol Rovers fan. Uh, saying to me a few days before that we wouldn't get on their pitch and stuff like that. And I was thinking, you can't set up a challenge and then not expect someone to accept it. So as soon as the whistle went, I was just gone. And then obviously I was like pissed out of, pissed out of my head. And uh, yeah, I just had like 10 players running at me and decided to go for Belshaw for some reason. And uh, he took it all in good spirits, to be fair to him. <laughs> what did you do? Well, I sort of like pushed one of our players out of the way and jumped on Belshaw and then I was like, shit, not you. And as I sort of pushed off of him, he sort of laughed. And then I, I just remember, I don't even know what I went to after that. I went, fuck knows, I don't know. And then, has, yeah. Has no one no... contacted you about this, by the way? Is this, has no one ever, have the club never gone, mm, <laughs> you can't do that? Because like, you've been so open about doing it. Like, um, I mean, they're chairman advocates, people handcuffing themselves to goalposts. So, he doesn't just advocate, he, he funds it. <laughs> to, to be fair, like, um, one of the lads I was with has actually been banned for foul and abusive language, um, walking along the pitch with a pyro and uh, pitch, like, pitch invaded, basically. What, at that bit, game? Yeah, he got arrested at like six in the morning, a uh, week or so later, and they were after, they were after, like they, they arrested a couple of Bristol Rovers fans as well, and um, he had to go to court on the nineteenth of May, and he's had a three year banning order. Really? So you weren't That's... you weren't on the you weren't on the pitch just to clarify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you didn't even go to Bristol. You've never been there in your life. <laughs> you have a twin. Well, the thing you have was, a, it's your twin sister who was dressed up like you called John. Yeah. I come across um, an Avon and Somerset like police Jonah. tweet, and uh, 
I actually had it as my profile picture and I actually commented on the tweet because some lad, some lad that I used to be mates with was trying to stitch me up and he was like, he, he like put my name on there and everything. And he was like, he was the first one on the pitch. And I'm like, they really don't give a shit, mate. Like there was like eight, there was about eight of us. And there's the eight, there was eight <laughs> of them. I was going to say 800, <laughs> but I don't want to say There was eight, eight of them. Forest Green was just a desert town that day. There was no one there. All eight of them were down in Bristol on the pitch. Um, well, that takes us quite nicely. Brandon, Bristol. Um, and again, yeah, this has worked out really well because after Brandon, we can finish the season with their last game and move straight on to Scunny. Brandon, sum your season up. Horrendous start. Joey out sort of mid to mid sort of November-ish time. And then you look at our results from 2022 onwards. Just, you know, shot up the league. Unbelievable. We only, fin- we only finished three points behind Exeter and Forest Green. That was why I put it into the quiz, because I wanted to sort of... And that's why we did it first, so people could actually understand just how far you... Hi, Sean. Just how far you came from when the beginning of the year... You were below us, like it shows back. You were below us, and I, I, I don't think you'd have found many bookies that would have taken the bet. Like, I mean, they'd have just taken your money, but I don't think they'd have seriously put the bet on or given you serious odds to to, to go up or mics. And it, it's, yeah, I think the only person who really believed that you were going to do it was was Joe, was Joey Barton. Um, guys, just want to make a point because we are live. Johnny Depp wins his defamation case against Amber Heard. I mean, he's not going to get the money anyway because she ain't got it. She's got no money, so... Anywho, back to football. Back to football. Brandon, going to that last game, knowing what you needed to do, again, Joey Barton was the only person I think thought you were going to go up. Grant, I think, was the only person who pointed out that you were going to win 7-0. (laughs) <laughs> um, what what were your thoughts going into that game? What were your thoughts? Were you were you already sort of settled on a playoff place, or did you believe as well that it was going to be possible? After, so after the Rochdale game, which was complete, wait, so sort of give it a bit of a timeline. So we go two 0 down at Rochdale, and it's like we're done here. We're getting. I don't even. I didn't even think we were going to get playoffs. Like, we performed that bad. And then it was like, yeah, we'll beat Scunthorpe on the final day of the season. No offence, but... Um, <laughs> Not everyone, um, Grant. Grant. <laughs> um, and then to go win 4-3, it was like, you know, we can do this if we just play our play game right. It was like, yeah, we had a, like, a stupid red card. So, like, our, our captain for, like, the end of that game... It was fine, and then it was sort of. I think sort of time it gets to sort of like five nil, and it's like, hang on, six, and it's like one more, seven, complete carnage. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad we've not got a Northampton fan on because they'd be raging, absolutely raging. Still, I do. I would have loved the fireworks. When it got to six nil, even we were cheering you on to get a seventh. 
You can, they and got not, more goals not, in the game than Scunthorpe got second half of the season. Yeah. I honestly think if we if we hadn't invaded at 7-0, it would have been double figures. Like, I was going to say, I, the no, game not, nearly got abandoned, didn't it? Yeah, I'm, yeah, so the fans invaded after the seventh goal because, you know, we've just we've done exactly what we needed to do. Yeah. And then you've got our owner... Joey Barton telling us get off the pitch. Refs going like we'll abandon the game. Joey because... Barton running around with a cigar, just stubbing it out in people's eyes, just to, <laughs> just, to just to make sure that he's done right. Um, but you got there. Yeah, it's like honestly, it's just I, I, comparing it to the last time we got promoted out of League Two. I don't think we could have done it any other way. I don't think it'll ever happen again like that either. No. I don't I don't think it'll ever be repeated. But sure, uh, Stu, other side of the coin there. You were on the other end of the uh, 7-0. Yep. It's going to your season. At what point did you know you were not going to survive this season? Oh, oh, um, August. Yeah, no, about November. Really? Was it that low? Yeah, yeah. So... Peter Swan delivered on his promise of getting us out of League Two, just the wrong that, one. That's exactly what I said. He said he'd get you out of League One, and he did. He said he'd get you out of League Two, and he did. He's a he's a he's a man who sticks to his word. He didn't say wow. he'd get you promoted. He just said he'd get you out. They're the only two times that he's told the truth. Let's be honest about it. Um, <laughs> that seven 0 been coming all season. Just as a disclaimer, he may have told the truth other times. We can't say that he's never told the truth other than that because he will sue us. Um, through me door, you know, it happens. Chris is talking and he's on mute. Chris is muted, yeah, probably the best way. I've unmuted you, Chris. Uh, no, I haven't. It won't let me. Uh, Chris, you have to unmute yourself. <laughs> I was just gonna say, um, he's a terrible owner, and uh, if he wants to sue me, I'll tell you what, I'd pr- he'd probably do me a favor to be honest. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, pro- I, I was quite calm last time I came on, um. But and I don't know if people have seen it. We obviously went through a lot of the issues. Since then, he's mortgaged the ground and land and taken the money into his own company to fund his other dying businesses. So he's taken over. He's, he's stripped the club of all its assets. Whether you're meant to do that or not, that's a different discussion. But the fact is he's taken all the assets away from the club. He's not invested. We're left with players coming in on free transfers. We, we've actually released most of the January signings because they were that bad. And the one we're keeping, Joe Nuttall, is the one that told the fans to fuck off. He's the one that nobody wants. He actually can't stand the guy. He's public enemy number two in, well, number three in Scunthorpe after Peter Swan, his dickhead son who runs recruitment. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. You've, you've got to understand, right, this is the thing. And, like, and yes, I do go on about Scunthorpe a lot, but, I've, I, you know, obviously when I did the vlog for yeah, Owen yeah. Look, I met these guys... And and to, to to see what was going on at Scunthorpe, it was absolutely disgusting. Um, it was it was harrowing. It really, really was. I don't think that anybody, unless they went to a game, understands what it's like to be a Scunthorpe fan. And yes, I do go on about Scunthorpe. You're right before you start, but um, for me, it was so sad and 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 really difficult to see the Scunthorpe fans going through what they were going through. And you know. You have clubs who go on. I, I know we do, Bradford City. We go on about ownership and things like that, and 
you know, we go, oh, well, we haven't got the right owners. But to be honest with you, we're, we're lucky. We're very lucky, you know, with, with what we've got. And seeing the way that that club is being run, and I think, Stu, you'll absolutely agree with me on this one. Will there be a Scunthorpe United in a year's time? I'm not sure there will be. So, so this is the thing. Even the most optimistic of fans going into the National League thinks we're in a relegation battle next year. Let, let's be honest about it. We we don't think that we'll stay in the National League next year. It's National League North. And I think at that point, because the money's being taken out of the club, we're making huge losses. By the way, Peter Swan allegedly, let's just throw that in there, disclaimer, whatever you want to do, has rejected three bids for the club this week. So he's got no intention of selling. He's going to run us into the ground. He's taken the assets. He's taken the land. He's using them to fund his own businesses. We're we're nothing. We're not a club in anything but name. And who wants to pay the twelve million pound he's asking for a name? I was going to say a brand, but we're not even a Wait, brand. Twelve million pound. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I thought Alden was bad with Lemsigam. He's what he wants six million and won't budge. But twelve million. The reason for that is he's saying that the 12 million includes the ground and the land. Now, the land is prime development land. So if he divided it up and sold it to builders, sold it to supermarkets, that's worth the 12 million quid. Now, the chances of us getting the ground and land back now that he's taken a mortgage out on it for his own businesses are next to nothing. So I don't know where we go. Um, he put a message out to Simon Elliott. The rumours are that Simon Elliott and Ian Sharp are trying to buy the club having bids rejected left, right and centre. So we've got an owner that's not putting anything into the club, taking everything he can out of the club, saying that he wants to sell, but he isn't selling. And since he stepped down as chairman, he's still the owner, he's, he's you know, disappeared into the abyss. And it's um, it's not going to get any better. It's going to get a hell of a lot worse. And there already talks about a Phoenix club. Um, so God knows how it's going to go. But, um, it, it'll be interesting. I think... I've got a couple of stories to tell you from the the, the, the Bradford Scunthorpe game. I think we played second or third last game of the season. Third last game of the season. You played us, then you played Hartlepool, then you played Bristol. So I was stood at the players' entrance and I saw your players come in. And then one of the, someone came back out. I'm not going to say names. Someone came back out and went to the coach and they opened up the luggage compartment. And I made a joke and said, oh, is Peter Swan under there? And he went, I fucking hope not. Yeah, like, these, yeah. Are, these are people employed by the club they don't want peter swan now i did speak to uh to your manager down on the pitch i went down to chat with him and i just said look i'm i'm genuinely gutted for what's happened and he just said we'll be back like he was very confident we will be back um that's fine the other story and this is where i think do you know what fuck you scum for was your team but your fan bus pulled up in front of me and there's a little kid on the back i found out his name's kyle right he's got the drum yeah, he's yeah, sat yeah. On the back. Yeah, Kyle's got the drum. He's sat on the back. He waves to me through the window. So I wave back. I'm like, no, I'm not rude. I'll, I'll wave. Not a problem. They've come the wrong way anyway. Then they finally get clearance to go around the corner. The bus drives around the corner. And right before he goes around the corner, he goes, on window. So I look and he goes, fuck off. And then bus goes down road. So I'm like, I hope you get fucking relegated from the National League. You look I think that that kid, I tell you what, that kid is a legend. I tell he's you what. He's spot on. He's spot on. He's just, he's one of the, and, and Chris will vouch for this. We, we've never been the most militant fan base, but when you're there in the stands, there's a lot of guys there that are passionate about the club. Like a lot of guys that are passionate about the club and just 
give everything to the club. Now, the situation is, if you're giving everything to the club, you're also putting money in people's own pockets. So he's going to hang around longer because we're lining his pockets. So it's we're in a we're in a situation now where there's... I mean, you're not you're not lining his pockets though because he, what you're putting into his pockets is less than what he's having to put out. So he's, yeah, he, he, yeah, but he's I think... better cutting his losses and. Yeah. It just logic. It defies logic. What's gone on at Scunny? It really does, um, and it defies logic that the EFL have let it happen. Yeah. Well, again, not wanting to name names and go too much into it, but I know there's been a a, a formal letter go to the EFL from the supporters club. Um, it's too late, though. It is. I think it's too it late. Um, this, what what needed to happen was the owners of other clubs in the league. They needed to to come together. And speak out because w- without Never. that, um, without without the other clubs coming together and banding together for this, it's going to keep happening. And I think there's rivalries, but we've got to support each other. But that, well, that'll, never, that'll never happen in the football league. In the Premier League, yes, it might um, because of the revenue and broadcasting and everything else that that surrounds that league and the impact it would have on other clubs. But for little old Scunthorpe or even Oldham. You know, it's. Uh, I'm not saying any teams in particular, but they'll look at it as well. There's two worst teams than us this season, and it's yeah. their most escape clause there. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, yeah. So uh, that's. We try and pull a team up to your level when they're flagging so far behind, and we are. We we let let every team was head and shoulders above us. Every team, um, and I've been watching the the. Um, Conference playoffs, National League playoffs, and every single team in those playoffs would put five past us. Every single team. Yeah, the, 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 to be fair, I think the the National League playoffs are an enigma in comparison to the rest of the league. Like those teams are the best teams by far, and they like. Do you know what you yeah, see? The National hard. League, the National League playoffs for me after the championship are the best playoffs to watch. They've they're always phenomenal to watch because every team's scrapping for that league status yeah. and there's only that extra one spot available. It's such an important game. Well, you, you had it last year, didn't you? I mean, you were you were 1-0 up till what minute? In the, the 89th, 91st minute when and, um, yeah. Lucas Kovalan scored a header. Torquay's goalkeeper scored a header to equalise in the 90th, 90th yeah. minute. And took mm-hmm. it in like... You don't see that happening. It's but then, then, then I mean, he did, he did come up into this league and then he fly-kicked Harry McCurdy, so he'd done himself a little bit of justice. Legend. Yeah. <laughs> Legend. Um, so, shoot, your last points of the season came against Hartlepool. Yeah. Um, Grant, Hartlepool. And do you know what? I'm going to say this. You drew against Hartlepool. You should have won. You, you should have closed that season out. Like that home game should have been a win for you. Um, Hartlepool well, we, were there for the taking. They, you, they were bad. Yeah, but last time we won was February. And I think the time before that was back in November. Yeah. So, Do you know what? I, I wouldn't have put it past you to beat us at that, that, that game in the season. I um, For us, how I would really sum up our season is consistently inconsistent. I, um, I mean, the prime, the prime objective coming in to League Two was to survive, stay in the league, and have a decent finish. I started off all right. We couldn't win away 
for the life of us at all. I got the first win against yourselves at Bradford. Um, and then all the speculation started about Dave Challoner leaving. He left, went back to Stockport after signing the contract us a couple of weeks before. Um, we went very left field, brought in Graham Lee and Michael Nelson. Graham Lee with no managerial experience. Nelson, who gets sacked from Blythe Spartans, leaving them bottom of the league. Strange, strange appointments, but hey-ho, we'll take it. And still very inconsistent in the league but masked by some very, very good cup runs. Um, I think great FA Cup runs, had a fantastic run in the, the Pizza Cup as well, getting to the semis. Um, I think unjustly getting put out by Rotherham. I think, Is that Bobby Madley? Yeah. Awful, awful performance by a referee. For anyone who watched, it was shocking. Bobby Madley, I think everyone agrees that he probably shouldn't be a referee. I am... Um, at Don't all, get Chris started on referees, but then end of the day, we lost the game, we lost on penalties. I hey, oh, this happens, it was a good run overall. But I, I will, I'm I struggle to define how good this season has been for us. Our season will only be as good as next season is for us. We've had money come in from cup runs, we've had money come in as compensation for Challoner, we've had money come in as compensation from the lad that Fulham poached off us. Um, so that's another reported six-figure sum. That money simply has to be reinvested in the club. I know there's a lot going on off the field. Um, we're redoing all the seats in the, the Millhouse stand, so that's getting proper seats rather than the stupid bucket seats. Um, the pitch hasn't been fully relayed in about two or three seasons. It is now getting fully relayed. So we it's are held doing... up well, though. Can we just make a point? Yeah. It's held up very well for a pitch that old. Our groundsman traditionally has got groundsman of the year when he's been in League Two. I'm very, very consistently. We've had one of the best when when we've been in League Two before. We've had one of the best pitches there. I'm so I'm confident that we'll have another fantastic pitch again next season for a change because it was starting to look like a bit of a potato field. Um, but there's a lot, there's a lot of a lot of improvements going off by the CEO Stephen Hoban. Um, he's got, he's completely redone the outside and inside of the ground. He's got us a good sponsorship deal in with Suits Direct for the stadium. I'm confident in him getting a good shirt sponsor for both home away and third kit. Yes, we've got a third kit set for next season, which we've not had in years. And we've got Aria doing our kits next season instead of O'Neill's, who basically gave up halfway through this campaign. So off the field, we're looking great. On the field, we really need to make big improvements starting off with a manager announcement. Which is, again, really strange that he's taken this long. Because we, as soon as they sacked Graham Lee, we said, if he's sacked Graham Lee, he's got someone lined up. He's got someone lined up because it, it just... Yeah. The thing what, that's going on? The thing that's making me, I thought we were going to, I thought we we're holding out for Pete Wilde. Obviously, Pete Wilde, we know now, has gone to Barrow. Um, we've apparently not been in the 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 shouting for Andy Woodman at all. Unlike what the bookies believe, we've not been in for him. Is what's come out from the club. Um, and who knows? There's talks of the boy from Kelty Hearts. He's just left. Left. I am coming in, but there's also talk of him going to Aston Villa as Gerrard's number two. 
Um, there's talks of him going possibly as well to Swindon. There's there's loads there's loads of shouts here going on. The thing that's saving me and making me a bit happy is there's still a lot of managers still to be appointed in this league. Do you think Probably that's, do you think that's what did you? Do you think do you think when Raj sacked Graham Lee, he obviously there were less clubs looking for managers, and now it's like without being disrespectful, there are a lot more attractive options available in the league for a manager. I still think we'd be taking this amount of time to find someone. It's right. Well, well, you've still not signed up Luke Molyneux either, which is interesting. No, we've not signed up Molyneux. I think he is going into League One. Um, I can't see him hanging around League One. Um, we've still not signed up Timmy Odessina. Um, I don't think he's going to be staying at the club either. Um, I think he is gone. I think he's got a League One. I'd like to think he's going to League One. Um, oh, I'll bet you he's in League Two. I think he might be in League Two next season. I, I, do you know, he's a great player. He's good to watch. I'd love to get to see him play next season. If we come up against him, he, he dominated us. We'd have been 8-0 up if it weren't for him. We, we were there, Grant. We, we would have been 8-0 up if it weren't for him. So, he, hopefully, he sticks around in this league and we can see what's going to come with but. Now, this has worked out really well because you said your first away win was against Bradford. And I personally feel, and Chris, I don't know if you agree with this, I think our season turned when Hartlepool beat us at home. I feel like that was the start of the, the massive decline. Granted, it hadn't been great, but Hartlepool at home was the first time we were dominated. And from minute one, we said 43 seconds, Hartlepool's gone, we were dominated the entire game. That was where the first time we were really, we looked really vulnerable. I'll let you sum our season up. Oh, dear me. It's been a difficult season, hasn't it? I mean, beginning of the season, we uh, we brought in um, Derek Adams. We were all very excited. He'd obviously taken Morecambe and a very unexciting team up to League One. We thought that he was going to be the man to take over Bradford City. Fell apart very, very easily, very easily, and very early on. We just didn't, you know. He would complain about players as, on um, post-match interviews. Um, players. I've never seen that done, by the way. I've never seen a manager uh, you know do it yeah. to that level. But also to the point where you know there's Crankshaw, who is now at Stockport and done quite well at Stockport. Um, he'd set up an assist. He'd been on for, I think it was 10, 15 minutes. And I think it was James Mason said, sorry, James Mason, Jimmy Rayner had said to him, oh, I thought he played really well when he came on. Obviously, main assist. No, I don't think he played very well. Oh, I thought it was awful. He was gone next week. It was the same with Canavan in January. And, and we just literally seemed, it just seemed to fall apart. And Derek Adams, um, I don't believe that he knew how to control this this club. Uh, when fans were abusing him, giving him some mistake, which I actually think that he did deserve, he then goes on to the interview and goes, oh, I don't think those, are, those comments by the fans are very nice. Anyway, so moving on, February comes along, he gets sacked, he makes the comment of, you'll never get a manager better than me. And we bring in Mark Hughes, who would never manage anywhere else other than the Premiership. And I think that, I mean, I think any Bradford City fan who saw that post on Twitter went, ah, it's a fake account, come on. There's no way Mark Hughes came to Bradford City. 
for any of you watching me, I'm keeping this on. I will do. It's Mark Hughes <laughs> in the background. And he came in. And the weird thing I find about Mark Hughes is that a lot of the premiership clubs used to say that he was miserable. He used to complain all the time. I think he seems to be having the time of his life. He just seems to be enjoying being in, I don't know if he's enjoying being League Two, but maybe the pressure's off him. You know, maybe, you know, that it's the fact that he can just wait till he's a mid table next season. Well, I don't think we will be. I really don't think we will be. And I think that um, since he's come in, you know, there was, I think it was Dean Ashton was on the radio and he was saying, well, he hasn't won at home in two, three games. He can't be that good. And he came up with loads of fake statistics. And it was like, well, Dean Ashton, you're as bad as Michael Owen, which can we agree is the shittiest commentator or co-commentator in the world, bar Dean Ashton. Um, I don't know, I Steve McManaman's pretty bad. Yeah, but... Robbie, Robbie Savage. Garth Crooks. Garth um... Crooks. That's... I feel like we're talking about Des Lyons. Stu's not used to the National League commentators when they come rocking about. He's going he's to get even worse. It's, yeah. when he, it's when he goes to the first game at season and Aaron McLean stood at side with a microphone in his hand. He's like, oh, fuck's sake. That's when <laughs> yeah. you know it's bad. Yeah. But then when, you know, obviously we started to see a change in the City fans, even though we were potentially drawing games, losing games, we saw a difference. We did start to see a difference in the team. I'm excited for next season. I think that a full season under Mark Hughes will be profitable. And I'm going to say it now, even though I said no, it. No, don't say it. Don't. We're gonna okay, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to gonna come to that at the end. Okay, okay, all right. But other than that, we, we, we finished the season really well, is what I'll say. We finished it really well. And our first game under Mark Hughes was against you, Adrian, wasn't it? It was against Man- uh, Mansfield. Grant, you came down for it. I was there. I was there. And, and considering Mark Hughes finished the, scene, the season with the same team that Derek Adams had, you know, we had no emergency loans. We didn't bring anyone in on freeze. We literally finished with that same team. The difference in how we played yeah. was night and day. And Adrian, you got you won 2-0. You didn't deserve to win 2-0. I don't care what you say. You didn't know. You look good. I, I, I disagree with that. No, I no, they I'm... deserve to win, but we should have scored. We look, we we should have put chances away. We just no. could not put chances away. I think I, that. I, on I, that think, hill. I think Mansfield were the best no. team that's come to Valley Parade this season. I disagree. No, I, 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 dis- I disagree. And no. Sean, I don't know what you're laughing at because it certainly wasn't Port Vale. It certainly wasn't you, lot. Forest Green. After, it was Port Vale for me. I thought Port Vale were phenomenal and Swindon, those were the two for me. My um, my guess my guess for the Forest Green game was Gab Sutton as well. He came and watched. He thought, he thought you were terrible as well. <laughs> Did you, Sean, uh, Sean, just a point. Did you beat us this season? Hey. Did you think? No, no, you didn't. Did you ask? That's that's that. That is literally our only highlight of the season. Is that the champions didn't beat us? Phenomenal. Well, you didn't beat us. Yeah, we did. Yeah, say, to be fair, there was a lot of people we didn't beat. We didn't beat Swindon. They done a double over us. Oh, I thought Stu meant we didn't beat them. They say we we did beat we did beat Scunner. We beat us two one. We beat you two one. And do you know what? We we should have won In ten the, uh... that one. Can we just make a point? Ukraine. Oh, no. A 2-0 up against Scotland. Grant, don't worry. You are welcome down in England. 
swallow world. You are welcome to come down. Nah, 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 nah. Adrian, you lost 3 0 at the weekend in the playoffs. I'd probably pipe down. <laughs> hey, like I said, I'm happy to spend another league in the best league in the world, League Two. Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't matter whether you're happy, you've got no fucking choice. <laughs> Wait, it's okay. You wouldn't have been saying, I guarantee you wouldn't have been saying this on Friday. No, positivity. Baby, Grant Hanley is fucking shite. (laughs) (laughs) What is he doing? So, so look, I'm going to, we're going to wrap this up now, guys. It's been a, this is the end of the season. We're going to carry on Twitter spaces throughout pre-season and we have got, I'm going to put names out there. I'm going to just tell people like who we've got, people are watching. So we have actually got, um, Hang on, wait a second. I've just been tagged. I'm going to mention this person and I've just been tagged in a tweet by them. Um, oh. Wag Me United, the owners of Crawley, okay. have, have just tweeted. And I don't know whether they mean this is a... No, they don't. Um, manager update. Everybody said no frowny face with Steph in the finals we're pressing pause for now but we will resume our search on June 19th at the latest thanks for understanding (laughs) maybe we had had a big massive escape there we don't know but well just about Wagner United we've got lined up um, for in a few weeks, and we can ask the questions there. Preston, Preston Johnson, who the the, the owner of uh, Crawley Wagby United, he's coming on. Uh, he's agreed to come on. He's, he's messaged us. Um, he seems a really nice guy, and I'd be interested to find out what the thoughts are and why why they've, they've sort of done this. Um, we've also got oh Jesus, Grant. I don't know why. I know you've got a dog, and it still me. scared me. Um, we've got Paul Caddis. Who's going to be coming on? Bradford, ex-Bradford player, ex-Swindon player, Celtic player. Um, we've also got Lee Crooks. Um, used to play for Bradford, played for Rochdale, I think, in League Two. Uh, played in the Premier League. And I found out this. I, I knew it, but forgotten about it. When Lee Crooks retired in 2008, he signed up for the RAF and he went to fight on the front lines in Afghanistan. Like... What what a story! So we can't wait to have him on as well. But before we go, we have got others lined up, but we're gonna, you know, their secrets. Um, before we go, I'm gonna go to each person. Next season, give me a position. Where do you believe you're finishing next season? So, Stu, I'm gonna come to you first. You you kind of alluded to it earlier. What you think's gonna happen? But you, is it rock bottom? Do you believe? Um, second bottom. I think there's going to be a, a worse team in there than us. Um, I, I can't predict it. It, pretends, it. it depends what happens over the next few weeks. It's either going to be mid-table or it's going to be relegation scrap and probably go down. It'd be... Uh, yeah. I, 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 I try and find a bit of light in that for you, but I can't I can't really disagree. I think... It, if, if, if there's a change, then... Yeah. Um, Adrian... We all know what you're going to say, but you'd be wrong. What do you <laughs> think? Where do you think you're finishing next season, Adrian? Top half of the table, I'm, I'm saying. Um, oh, I think... on, you can... 
higher. No, I, gonna say, I thought no, you were saying no, top no, of the no, league. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So I think I think top half of the table, of course. I think if we make the replacement the replacements that we need for Sturk and Longstaff, we get this ship back on loan. If not, we sign uh, we sign two solid keepers. We get one more striker to go in with Riso, it's Jordan Barry because Danny Johnson's been transfer listed. I think we could push for automatics. I generally think we can. So so you're talking about keeping your core your, your squad that you've got together and adding to it. You already have the second highest budget in the league. Are you going to add to that, do you think? The thing is, I think that we were over-reliant on loans. I think Bishop coming in, um, Nathan Bishop from Manchester United, he came in on loan and we only had Marek Steck who played no minutes in the league whatsoever. It was Nathan Bishop all along. I think we need Nathan Bishop, preferably back, he was solid. He was fantastic. But I want to have a number two behind him that's more than capable to, to replace, him, to replace him, him if needs be. And then Darren Rawson left. So I think we need another solid centre-back to um, obviously replace him. Sturk and Longstaff left. Their loans, have been, uh, their loans were expired. So I think we need two strong midfielders. Maris. Uh, Lapsley and Quinn. Hopefully, Quinn signs a contract again. Um, if not, then it'll have to be a, a, another capable midfielder. And then up front, I just, I just think we need somebody to to partner Reese. I don't think he can do it all by himself. Um, he obviously scored. He obviously scored twelve goals this season, but I think he needs a reliable partner. Jordan Barry, yeah, he's good, but maybe. Maybe a front three next season. Barry, Oates and someone else would be would be fantastic. So, yeah, hopefully Andy top Cook. off. No, I'm okay, thanks. Ryan Wolf? Um, no, no, I'm okay, thanks as well. Um, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, so so I don't I don't want to hear top half pushing for automatic. I want a number, Adrian. You want a number. position? I want a position. Third. Third. I like it. Sean. You're going into League One, first ever time you're going to be in League One. What do you, what, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think you're going to struggle? Do you think you'll be comfortable mid-table? Do you think you're going to try and push on? Because you had um, a really low budget for this season. I thought when we were like obviously doing well in League One, uh, League Two, we'd probably be sort of comfortable mid-table. I think we'd be bottom obviously bottom half now between sort of like I don't know. 14th to 18th somewhere. I think we'll stay up, but we need to sign some players pretty quick because obviously Edo Adams has joined Cardiff, Cadden and Wilson look like they're on their way out. Obviously, Rob fucked off. Um, yeah, it's going to be a different side, isn't it? <laughs> but I think I think Burton will do all right, to be fair to him, but we yeah. do need to sign some players. So I think as long as we stay up, I'm happy. Yeah. Fair play. Uh, Brandon. Where do you think? Where do you see yourself next season? Oh, it's a difficult one because I feel like, again, a bit like Mansfield, we were heavily reliant on Elliot Anderson and Connor Taylor, both being exceptional players uh, in their own right. I'm going to say 15th, 16th, sort of around that uh, area, just because I feel like. 
while we could go and get like some decent players in for League One level, I also think that we're gonna let we're gonna make a stupid decision and let somebody go. Yeah. Yeah, you probably will. Um, it's hard to keep the players together, isn't it? That's it. I think when you've had a good season, it obviously it's great to go up, but you've obviously put your players in the in the shop window for the entire season. Grant's going, ooh, is that a I was close. Oh, it was close. Um Grant coming to you next, Hartlepool next season. Obviously it's difficult, you've got no manager, your players aren't signing contract extensions apart from I think Crawford. Um Crawford and Ferguson. So two. Ferguson. Yeah, Ferguson yeah, was exactly. never going anywhere, was he? <laughs> no, he was never going anywhere. He's, I'd say he's one of our key players. Um, yeah. Hopefully, he's played more in the wing back position again next season. I am um, then the um, the left full back position. I um, seems to be where he does better. I um, do you know what? I think we'll have another mid table finish finish next season. I um, I think we'll finish. I'd probably say between 13th and say 12th and 15th in that sort of area. I think we'll finish next season. I don't think we'll set the world on fire. It's um, steps, though, isn't it? It's steps because you, you've still got to progress. We're, we're still rebuilt. We're still in a massive rebuild. Um, we're in a position where this season it was built on from last season. Players never really had a break. They got promoted. They didn't have a holiday. I think there were a couple of days and they were straight into pre-season after the playoff final. Um, so it's good. It'll be good to see the players actually being fresh next season. We'll get some new blood in. It just depends who we get. In. Can we get the right players in? Yeah, I, it's really difficult to predict. But I do think we will be lower mid table on it. Sweet, Chris. Fuck off, Chris. You know where you know what's coming, don't you? Oh, we'll be up by December. <laughs> It'd be a typical Bradford response. I'm not one of those. I've never been one of those because I've been uh, a Bradford City fan always brings, you know, I've been a City fan for what um twenty-five years and yeah. knowing what it's like. I'd be very disappointed if we're not in the top half. I think we should be third. Oh, Bradford and Mansfield going for third place. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that we're going to Wembley next year for the playoffs. I, I think, I think we have a typical Bradford season where we're on the cusp of the playoffs. We look like we could get in, but then we lose and we drop down. But I think we'll sneak the playoffs, and then I think we'll go to the to, to the playoffs, and I think we'll win the playoffs. Um, I just think it'd be. A, a nice day out. To be fair, I love a trip to Wembley. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go seventh. I'm looking at the teams coming down. I think you win the league next year. Really? Yeah. I think the I'll... teams going up. I think Stockport are um, going to be very tasty indeed. I think we need to. Yeah, look now at... that I would say now that Wrexham aren't going up, I feel like that's a sort of big a big team that aren't going to yeah. be in League 2 next season. So that's one less competitor that you've got. I think Stockport are winning the league next season. I, I think they are. Yeah, I do, they're the only team that Agreed. I'm looking at next season Agreed. that I don't want to face. They're the as only much, team I don't want to face. I think we'll get playoffs, but I think you'll win it. As much as I go on about what's ch- about Chaloner, I still think he is... The best manager in League Two. No. No. He's not. 
Nigel Clough, spammy army. I, I would put Nigel Clough up there, and then given what he's done, obviously he's not in it now, but Joey Barton would have been up there. Um, it all depends if Garner stays at Swindon. Um, that's that's another one, but I, I don't I don't get me wrong. I like Chaloner. I do think Chaloner's a phenomenal manager, but I would say that he's top five managers in the league. But I, I wouldn't put him top. Um, I wouldn't even put Mark Hughes in the top five because we don't know. He's you know in terms of pedigree, there's no one bigger than Mark Hughes in this league as a manager. But we don't know what he's capable of, um, so we can't really put him anywhere. But guys, we've reached the end. I do want to say, because it's been going off in chat, um, everybody here, and there'll be some fans that get this and some fans that don't, everybody here cannot stand Iron Brew. Um, Iron Brew is shit. It is the pits. It is Peter Swan's favourite drink at Scunthorpe. And fuck Iron Brew. Fuck every single one of them. <laughs> Guys, Grant, I'm going to let you walk us out. Grant is frozen. I don't know if he's here. He's very good. Um, but do you know what? I'll he's just edit in. He's playing sleeping. That's what yeah. he's doing. He's playing he's, sleeping. He's, oh, do you know what he's doing? He's doing a Mansfield impression. He's freezing. Guys, I'm going to final hurdle. Usually we'd get we'd get it literally has frozen at the at the last the last legs of the season. Do you um, want me to do it? Do you want me to do it? No, because we can't do it. We've tried. Let's just not right, guys. Grant, hey. he's back. He's back. Grant, walk I don't know up. what happened there. You, you did a Mansfield. We need you. We need you. We need you. All oh, right, it's done. Right, um, right. Fuck, I didn't expect it to come to this so quickly, guys. Guys, guys, thank you. Twenty-three minutes, <laughs> I, I know it's, a, it's been it's been a long one. I know, but I cut out. I don't know what happened. Fucking dodgy internet through here in Falkirk. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for the whole like, half of the season that we've been doing this. I am. Um, it, it's been a hell of a lot of fun. Thank you to all of our guests that have came on this season. I am. Um, it's been great having you. Sorry to lose the guys that are leaving. Good to keep the guys that are going to be staying. In the league next season, it's just, just Adrian. It's just Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Guys, we have literally been. We have literally been the like the the taint for every team this season. They have we have had them on and just sent them on the way out of the league, whether it's been up or down. We we tried to get Mansfield up. It's fucking that's how bad. Yeah, you you're just you're just glad to keep me. You just wanted to keep me. It's okay. It's okay. Happy, I'm, happy I'm to keep you on board, man. But honestly, it's, it's been brilliant. We've really enjoyed making this this season. We've got a lot of exciting things that we're planning to do in the pre-season. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of exciting things in the pipeline for next season. So we're looking to continue to build on this. So spread the good word. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Share everything out on Facebook to all your friends um, that have an interest in League 2, that support League 2. I am just telling you, give this one, give one episode a listen. Anyone, we don't care what one it is. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Twitter, retweet it. I am, don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Give us a good rate. Give us five stars. Say anything you want about us. We do not care what you say. It doesn't count for shit in the comments. I am, say the podcast's fucking awful. Just just rate it five stars. It's great. Yeah. We are, we are a five the only star rated. Yeah, oh, only all League Two five star rated podcast. 
And we, we are the only podcast, League but they cover, Two. They cover <laughs> just single clubs. So we are the only solely League Two podcast. Um, come and join us on our Discord. Um, it's a good community that we've got building up on Discord. I'm going to call it our community. It's it's good fun. It's, there's a lot of good folk on there. Drop everyone a message. It's a good chat. We've got individual fan pages as well for your clubs. It's good. Just give us give us a follow. Give us time. Anyway, guys, have a good off season. We will see you throughout the preseason with a couple of spaces and a couple of specials. We've been the lower league look. Lower league look. Lower league look. Lower league look. Lower league look.